Uh, let's welcome in one of our favorites, Taylor Rooks, who's award-winning host of Bleacher Report, Turner Sports, Thursday Night Football, where she does these fantastic features and interviews, is now part of The League, an eight-episode docuseries about the most inspirational and unbelievable stories connected to America's favorite sport. Of course, that's the NFL. It's Taylor. It's Richard Sherman, both doing this uh, docuseries. Taylor, thanks so much for the time today. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I'm amazing. It's so great to hear your voice and be on the show. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so... What was your favorite moment from this weekend, which was just chock full? Oh, my goodness. I still feel awful for Mac Jones. I mean, the <laughs> way that we are going to replay that stiff arm in perpetuity uh, is crazy. I mean, that was one of the most wild things I have ever seen. So uh, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go with that one. I was thinking if I was Mac Jones, what I would have done to avoid. You're right. That's going to be a historical highlight. Should he just run out of the way or something <laughs> out of the camera frame? I'm already telling you what he could have done. You got a Jeff Van Gundy, that thing, hanging on to Alonzo Mourning's <laughs> leg. Just grab whatever you can and just hang on for the ride like you're uh, hanging off the back of a speedboat or something. I know. I always think with athletes, I'm like, okay, at some point in your head, you have to think, all right. Do I want to become like a meme or a gift? Do I want to really make this stand? Or do I just say, listen, yeah. this is where we're at. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like having to make this really important business decision in a yeah. split second. But you know what? I respect that Mac Jones tried. Yeah, I love you, it. You don't want to be Frederick Vice and have Vince Carter no. jump over you. That's the worst place to be in sports. How many of those do you think he's signed? Oh, my gosh. It's like Tom Brady is now signing uh, footballs of people who intercept his passes. This started yeah. last year. He's doing it now. Uh, okay, so Taylor, you get to work with some really amazing people. Now Richard Sherman on Thursday Night Football, you guys are also doing this docuseries called The League. Give us something that we wouldn't expect about Richard Sherman, who's got such a huge, larger-than-life personality and had such a great career. Oh, my gosh. So I would say I think that – you know, throughout the years, Richard Sherman has just been put in our faces. Like you said, this kind of larger than lies, says whatever he wants type of person. And he totally is that. But he's also genuinely the most kind, best teammate. And I don't always know if that has shown through just how thoughtful and caring he is. He's always making sure that we're all good, that we're all ready in a way that I don't know if you really see from somebody who's also their first year on television, right? He understands that this only works if we're all a team. Um, And that's just been really, really beautiful to see that he is in your face, but he's in your face in the good ways as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, Taylor, because one of the storylines, I think coming into the season came up a lot, was that maybe he had an issue with Russell Wilson and he was not alone in several former Seahawks thought that he it almost was portrayed as if Richard Sherman did not get along with the offensive side of the ball in Seattle or maybe it was just him. So I don't think you're right. I don't think people necessarily think of Richard Sherman like that. They I think they think of more uh an unbelievable player but louder. That's a different side. You know what I mean because of that whole Russell Wilson situation, especially early in this year? Yeah, no, absolutely. And he has to me been a lesson in like, we have a job of saying what it is that we think or we feel about, about sports, right? But he does not bleed that into how he interacts with other people. So he can do his, you know, podcast and talk about Russell Wilson and, and talk about, you know, not running the ball and what he feels about Russell Wilson as a quarterback and all these things. 
then he can see Russell Wilson at the Broncos game, and it's it's all love there, right? Or he can go on his podcast and talk about Baker Mayfield and how he's getting these passes for, you know, being a first-round draft pick and all these things, but then see Baker and be so happy for Baker leading a game-winning drive, you know, to that victory in his first game as a Ram. Like, he understands that you have a thought about somebody as, like, a, a player on the field, but that doesn't bleed into how you act when you see them. And I also think that the players have such an immense amount of respect for Richard that it also doesn't affect how they are when they see them as well. All I know is that if Richard Sherman was ever <laughs> doing any time he just says, run the ball, I think everybody in America <laughs> yeah. feels what he's going through there. Taylor Rooks is our guest. Got a new docuseries. It's called The League. It's, uh, of course, like inspirational and really cool stories about people in the NFL. Taylor, which was your favorite one to do? Ooh, I genuinely enjoyed doing these, and I'm not just saying that. Like, it was so fun to learn about some of these things that I genuinely had no idea about. I would say it was really cool learning about how the Cowboys used Kung Fu to help improve their defense. And obviously, eventually win a win a Super Bowl with that, and how Dan and Osanto influenced them, and and just how they used kind of like the tools of kung fu to become a better football team and adapt to rule changes and build their stamina and their speed and their strength. That was there was really interesting tidbits in that. Um, and then the girls love football one obviously meant a lot to me just because I was talking about so many trailblazing women in media, but also just the way that women have impacted. You know, like I've learned about Corinne Griffith, who she designed the uniforms for the team and she wrote the lyrics, you know, to that, to the commander's fight song, right? Or I learned about Frances Upton and she was the league's first, the wife, I think, of Burt Bell, who was the league's first commissioner. And she put up the money for him to buy the Eagles. So, like, women have been a part of the NFL for so long and, like, in the fabric of it. But sometimes we talk about women as if they're, like, a niche group of fans. But you could argue there's a lot of things about the league that would not exist if women did not put their hands in it. Um, and so that was a, a really, really cool one to do as well. Taylor, before we let you go, we know obviously you do a lot of NBA stuff as well. What do you think is the most interesting or best storyline of this early NBA season? What's the one thing that we should all be paying attention to in the NBA? Oh, that's such a good question because there's one thing about the NBA, it's drama. Sorry if you can hear my dog barking. Best NBA storylines right now. I mean, I'm a Hawks fan, so yeah. I'm definitely into this, like, Trey Young moment. It's like, what happened? And, I mean, I will say I kind of respect that he didn't want to talk about it. Um, but I just – eventually it's going to come out, like, why didn't you miss that game? What's going on with you and McMillan? So I'm definitely interested in that. Um, I want to know if the war- how the Warriors are going to be without death. Um, <laughs> Taylor, so is someone breaking into your house? <laughs> is your I know. Dog- she's like, who is – I have no idea why she's barking. I'm sorry about that. No <laughs> What's your dog's name? She's like, yes, Taylor, the NBA has so much drama. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Did you name your dog after an athlete? Oh, well, her name is Bean, actually, after Kobe Bean Bryant. So, yes, oh, Bean that. is my uh, my little girl. Oh, who hey. sounds right now much bigger than she actually is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taylor, we had an interesting discussion a couple weeks ago. Is the NBA doing enough to promote its young stars? Uh, like, amazing Devin Booker on Friday night. 
But we're, we're also focused focused on LeBron James and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. That sometimes I feel like the young guys may, maybe aren't getting quite enough attention. Do you think the NBA is doing well in that particular arena? That's a really great question because something that's cool about the NBA this year is that we're just in such like a watershed moment where we are seeing the emergence of the new stars. So there should be more focus on people like Ja and Jason Tatum and, and you know, Luca and like you said, Devin Booker, like all of that is super, super important. But I also think people are feeling like the transition hasn't fully happened yet. So it is important to still talk about those older guys. But I think in the next like two years, you'll see that full takeover of, okay, these are the guys that we have to be discussing right now. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know if the fans are digesting it in that way, but anybody who's watching understands that like the flashiness and the athleticness and the competitiveness is being brought up by what the younger guys are doing now. But there's always going to be this very soft spot in everybody's heart, like for LeBron, right? Like we're talking about LeBron even though the Lakers are not good at all. But it's because he's LeBron. And I understand the respect level that comes with that, but I also want media and everybody, right, to understand that, like, it is a new wave coming in as well. Taylor, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Congratulations on the new docuseries. It's called The League, eight episodes uh, that you did alongside Richard Sherman. So, so cool. Of course, we love watching you and all the various things that you do, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Absolutely. It was beautiful to talk to you both. Have the best day. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Thanks, Taylor. Taylor. And also say hi to Bean for us.